The Chicago Bulls are currently on their second three-game winning streak of this NBA season and playing much better in doing so, kind of restoring the faith in a lot of ways that the Chicago Bulls fans have lost over the course of the season. Also, the Bulls now currently sit at two games under 500 with very much improved play from each one of their players and the big three playing like a big three here over this recent stretch. We're going to break that all down, dive into the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so the Bulls get another good win against the Utah Jazz last night and a game that was needed. Larry Marketing did, while not going off as bad as he did in the, in the first game against us, he still had 28 points, uh, four rebounds, three assists, three steals, and he was just dunking all over the Bulls. He absolutely posterized Nikola Vucevic at a point in this game, which is definitely going to be a nasty replay that you're going to see a lot. But outside of that, the Bulls, they're on the second of a back-to-back, and it was noticeable in the lack of defensive intensity and kind of lack of legs that they had at points in this game. But one of the things the Bulls were able to do when it was needed in in a tight stretch of the game in the fourth quarter, yes, they went on a scoring drought briefly, but they came back out of that scoring drought, scoring the ball well, up in the defensive intensity, and, and just playing some of their best basketball over the course of that game in that last period of basketball. And that's what we needed to see from this team. And for me, it was a win. It was great to see. And we'll get into the numbers here in a second. It was just great to see the Bulls on a second of a back-to-back, facing a younger team, facing a hungry team at times in this game, be able to really come back and just execute well on the offensive side of the ball and and defensive down the stretch of the game. In this game, the Bulls, as a, to- uh, as a total, shoot uh, 53% from the field overall, 46% from three-point range, uh, getting to the free throw line 32 times, hitting 25 of those, but 22 assists on 44 made baskets. Good. Winning the rebounding battle by five with 37 rebounds. Excellent from the Bulls. Only 10 turnovers in this game from the Chicago Bulls. Excellent as well. This team played good, and they got a win that was much needed. And leading the way was Zach and DeMar. As you should, Zach with 36 points. A lot of that coming in the second half of that game. He also chips in seven rebounds, two assists, five turnovers, four of those turnovers coming in the first half. So he very much improved his turnover and his ball handling in the second half of the game, and he chipped in the block. DeMar DeRozan in this game, 35 points, seven assists, two rebounds in this game, only two turnovers from DeMar DeRozan. He leads the team with plus minus at plus 16, doing what needed to be done was DeMar. And I like the way that DeMar's playing. Yes, in this game, he did take 22 shots, but I've been liking how he's been facilitating a little bit more. Him and Zach seem like they've been making the conscious decision to get their other teammates involved and just as the as a whole, the team just moving the ball really nicely in this game. Um, and so that's what you needed to see. Vooch as well, 15 points, 16 rebounds, four assists, two blocks from Nikola Vucevic in this game. And he just played in a way that we needed him to play. Vooch has been one of our most consistent players this season, stepped up and, and had and made big buckets again. Patrick Williams didn't follow up his last two games in the way that a lot of Bulls fans would have liked to see. Um, he does get seven uh, seven points, three rebounds, one steal, one block in this game, and he played great defense specifically in the fourth quarter. Not, not the greatest defense. It was downright bad at times in the other three quarters of this game, and he couldn't get his shot going at all. He was two for ten in this game. But, you know, it is what it is when it comes to Pat Williams. He... Um, you know, I, I like that he hit two big threes when it was needed and stepped up when it was needed. And, you know, you're going to have those down games. And especially on a back-to-back, you're going to have some players that just don't have it. Let's see if Patrick Williams can get it back going here. We're going to need him against Boston and what we uh, do going forward. But at the end of the day, this team played well. And when you see Billy Donovan having this type of quote when it comes to Zach Levine, he's playing the game very easy. Um, 
as great of a three-point shooter as he is, the more threes he gets up because he's so great and so elite, the more it opens up the other area he's elite at, driving the ball to the basket. And that's been the noticeable difference when it comes to Zach Levine. He's, he's, that quick step is back. The quick first step is back. The uh, taking uh, players off one dribble is back. The going to the rim and not being afraid to go into the, well, not being hesitant to go in there and, and getting contact, getting to the free throw line. All that's back. Zach, seven free throws in this game. He had six of those. He's He's been on a nice stretch for the Chicago Bulls and very much so playing like the player that the Chicago Bulls pay, paid him to be. And it's good to see him and DeMar be able to go off in the same game in the way that they were, kind of picking their spots at times. And one thing that I will say as well, we got to acknowledge it. Billy Donovan has been coaching this team very well, having really nice lineups, really nice combinations of players. I love having like Kobe out there with P. Will and and um, and um Andre Drummond. It's just a nice balance um that he's bringing with his rotations here. And it's going to be interesting to see how their rotation needs to shift and change as Alice Caruso, Javante Green get back and who's going to be, have their minutes, minutes cut and whatnot. But again, Overall, just solid play as well from the bench. The bench chipping in 26 points in this game. Andre Drummond leading the way off the bench with 11 points in only 12 minutes. He gets four rebounds as well. And then we get five points each from uh, Kobe, Drogic, and Derrick Jones Jr. All chipping in five points each um, from the bench. And listen, this was just a fun game to watch. It was a fun game. It's good to see this team improve. And Kobe White still giving so many things to the Chicago Bulls, even though he only has Five points. He also chips in six rebounds, three assists, one steal. Listen, Kobe White has really rounded out his game, and I know we came into the season thinking he may be the trade chip, but the Bulls very well may keep and hold on to him, and it really depends on what else they do with the roster and how they spread out that money, but this team is just, they're playing well. They're playing well. They're playing on all cylinders, and they head into a stretch um, leading into the the Detroit game, which is in Paris. Uh, we have Boston up next, then Washington, then OKC, and Golden State all next week. That's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. So we got a jam-packed week of games next week. But then the Bulls have uh, four days off um, before and after the uh, traveling to Paris. So only one game um, after after January 15th. We have the, uh, the, the Detroit game January 19th, and then we don't play again to January 23rd. But then we have a back-to-back Atlanta and, and Indiana. So this Bulls team has, listen, the, 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 they are weathering the storm very nicely. Uh, they have a lot of games left um, in the season as well, and they're starting to trend upwards. And that's the biggest thing that, and the biggest mark from the Chicago Bulls is just the improved level of play overall, the improved defense, the playing together, the not getting down on themselves. When Utah Jazz briefly took the lead in this game, that would have usually been when we see this team default back to heavy isolation ball, trying to just win uh, and save the game. They didn't do that. They ratcheted up the defense. They still played as a team. Big shots from Kobe, Patrick Williams in that stretch as well to get us back. And at the end of the day, the Bulls end up winning the game, doing what needed to be done, and another solid victory for the Bulls as we look forward. But as we look forward on this episode, we're going to go ahead and get into the voicemails. This first one, this one's from Marvin. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Hayes? I did leave you a message, but definitely leave you on there. Here's one for you. Uh, first of all, guys, the Bulls sit at 18 and 21 right now. This time of the season last year, guys, the Bulls were actually 27 and 12. Major game. But listen to this time. That 27 and 12 game, when we got to 27 and 12, that was a loss last year. But check your schedule last year. We played Brooklyn. We got blew out. The following game was against Golden State was the game that Lonzo Ball got hurt. We lost that one to the Golden State. And we went to 27 and 13. We went on to lose two in a row behind that Boston and Memphis to take the 27 and 15. Now, mind you guys, I know that's when we all got excited about last year because it started kind of falling off. Now, 
before the break, we ended up winning five in a row, which actually put us at uh, a spark on a spark on the I want to say this way, everybody understands. A spark thing, we have only lost 21 games at that present time, but we have lost 21 games already this year. So for us to actually match that, what we did last year, we would actually have 26 games. But I'm saying this to say that. Say that. The Bulls were actually trending downward last year. Because the Bulls, what they're doing right now, the mind, they turn it upwards. And I want to say this. I said it before, Hayes, and I said it to everybody else. I do believe the Bulls are going to be acting from the trade that I think this is what this was built to be, and I think this is what it's made. If we turn it in an upwards way, as well as I put in the chat the other night, Hayes can remind me that, if the Bulls were in later egg against Houston and lost those two games against Cleveland, we would be on a 10-game winning streak right now. Now, we got a tough one tonight against Utah. That's a long time. We got a tough one against Utah in Boston, Washington, Oklahoma. If we can get through this Utah and Boston game, guys, we're winning. That'll put us back at 500. That'll take us into January 11th, and the all-star break has been fun. If we can put us together some wins in a row, we can build on this year, guys. I'm optimistic about this team. I think we got more good things coming, and hopefully we can get lots of that. There's my voicemail. Hey, peace out, brother. I'll be leaving one every time. Hey, happy new year, everybody. Hey, keep your head up. Bulls going to be all right. Let's go. All right. Marvin talking about the Bulls trending upwards, and Marvin's always good. Uh, he's kind of like a Bulls historian. He's always good at knowing all the details and uh, uh, where the record was and things like that. And the Bulls are trending upward. They are set up to have a much better back half of the season than first half of the season, not only because they're improved play, but because the strength of schedule gets easier. We have the, the easiest strength of schedule remaining um, in the NBA. And so as the Bulls are also improving their play, and God forbid, as Marvin said, that we do get uh, Lonzo Ball back now, I've said this, and, I, and I'm still going to hold to this. I don't think that Lonzo makes a super big impact this season just because he's been out of basketball for over a year. Um, I do think his defense is probably going to be the first thing that we see um, noticeable from him. But the timing and things, if that takes a while to come back, don't be surprised. But even if we get Lonzo back in any stretch, right, what he's going to be able to bring, even if it is that defense first, it really does change a lot for the Chicago Bulls. And as we are trending upward, um, it just it feels good, right? We're in a completely different point. Uh, where we were last season and leading into the all-star break, hopefully we're at a completely different place where we are just rocking on all cylinders, have a lot of confidence in this team and how they're going to come out of that all-star break and perform. And listen, this team, if they can, if they can get above 500 uh, by January 15th, right. And I already gave you the opponents that we have, man, the sky's really the limit for the Chicago Bulls. And with the way that they're playing right now, they are playing one of the best brands of basketball and especially offense in the NBA. And we're eight and three in our last 11. And over that stretch, we have like the third or fourth ranked offense. Now, the defense I need to see be a little bit more consistent. But with that being said, the sky is the limit for this team. And for all those early detractors from the Bulls that said the season is over, it was all done. And a lot of more level-headed Bulls fans were trying to tell everybody, listen, there's a lot of games left to be played, and we have not seen the best from this team yet. That's starting to come to fruition. And once the Bulls do get back at 500, and if they can get above, you're going to start seeing a lot of those fans that were calling for the Bulls season to be over with and, and completely blow it all up and trade everyone away. Those fans are going to convert, come back over, come back to the game, get back excited about the season, and we're going to be rocking and rolling, and we can see what we can do as a Bulls nation to lift this team up. But as of right now, the brand of basketball the Bulls are playing, they're definitely trending upwards and in an area where, hey, it's going to get interesting, especially when you look at how close the Eastern Conference is. And if this Bulls team can start string, stringing together some of those wins, listen, it, 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 listen, I'm not going to say it right now and high, high, the Bulls can go. 
Um, they are the ninth seed right now, only uh, two games back from being the eighth seed and only, what, six games back from being the fourth seed. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that they're going to be able to get that high, but, but the season's far from over for the Chicago Bulls. It's not time to experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Write them off quite yet, and I'm glad that Marvin and other people are starting to realize that. All right, let's get into the next voicemail. This one's from Eastside Bucks. Hey, what's up, Hayes? Good job on the podcast and um, this Eastside Bucks. I just wanted to know what you think uh, um, about Donovich from the Pistons or either Doug McDermott coming to uh, play with us. Is that possible? Could we get one of them? And if so, what you think about them being there? Oh, and uh, our defense needs to tighten up. If we could keep everybody uh, up under that, up under 100 points, I believe we'll do a whole lot better. We'll make that six seed or fifth seed. Tell me what you think about that. Be ready. All right. Now, he brings up Bogdanovich and Doug McDermott as uh, trade possibilities for the Chicago Bulls. And here's what I'll say. Um, Bogdanovich with that contract, I'm just not sure if the Bulls would be willing to give up what's needed to match that contract. I would love to have him on this team. I think he would instantly transform this bench into uh, uh, one of the better benches, which we already have at times when we're fully rocking and rolling, where the bench just hasn't been healthy for so long. And then we have players coming in and out of the starting lineup. So, you know, if we were able to add Bogdanovich, right, depending on what we were able to get it for, it would definitely take it'll take, take one of our big pieces off the bench, probably Kobe White, who's just been playing great for us. But he's definitely a shooter, somebody who can stretch the four or get some rebounds for us. But, you know, I don't know how realistic it is. Now, Doug McDermott as well. I think he signed a new contract this offseason, correct? Doug McDermott. Um, Doug McDermott has turned himself into a solid NBA player. It's vastly different than what he was when he was here. And I like the way that he's really saved his career, turned it around to be one of the players that is just, uh, you know, he fits a role. And he's on the, uh, the San Antonio Spurs. He did sign a two-year contract uh, for $13.7 million each again with the way that the Bulls are rocking and rolling right now, I'm not sure that they're going to be that they're going to send as many pieces as they would need to send to match those type of salaries with that high level. So, not that I wouldn't love to have them on the team, I just don't personally think it's realistic to add them with the contract size that they have. But we'll see what AK and Eversley do. I still th- do think they're going to be monitoring for deals. I do think that that they may make a, a minor move, not as big of a move as some Bulls fans would hope, but. Something would come. I just don't know if it's that level of contract because of just where the bull, the bull salary sits right now. But you guys can let me know what you think down below. Now, as far as the defense, you said mentioning keeping teams under 100 points. That's difficult in this modern-day NBA. Um, so I'm not sure that the Bulls can keep teams under 100 points with their defense, but I do like the brand of defense they've been playing lately. I do like especially when it's when it's crunch time and they need it. They've been getting defensive stops, and they know how to lock in defensively now and that they've been showing as of late. So they definitely need to keep uh, that defensive intensity up, and the wins are going to come for the Chicago Bulls. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Shay. What's up, Hayes? 
Mr. Shea, you know, I've been hearing that the Toronto Raptors just might want to buy out Thaddeus Young if they can't get a trade for him. So I was thinking, if that does come to fruition, maybe we should wave Tony Bradley, and that's if he becomes on a buyout market and pick back up Thaddeus Young. Now, look, I know I know that he's not talking to the Bulls because we traded him for DeMar DeRozan, but hey, you know, time heals our wounds, and I feel like he could be a great pickup for us if we make the playoffs. And plus, he could be a great backup to Patrick Williams. And then he could be that leader off the bench since we already have Goran Dragic. And he could shoot them through a little bit. And let's face it, the Toronto Raptors aren't looking so good. I know this is still a long season, but I feel like he could help out a lot. Anyway, tell me what you think. Peace. All right, so Shea brings up Thad Young as a buyout candidate. And the reason why I'm going to fight back on, on Thad Young being a buyout candidate, I don't know where you've been hearing that from. I'm sure people have been saying it. I'm not doubting you. I'm just not not how sure how realistic it is. And the reason why I say that is Thad Young signed a two-year contract. Now, the second year of his contract is partially guaranteed for $1 million. So if the if the Toronto Raptors were to buy him out, um, it, they've already paid most of his salary by the time the buyout deadline um, it's more realistic to me that they would cut him in the offseason because he has that $1 million partial guarantee, meaning that they could just cut him, give him that $1 million and move on. So I'm not sure how likely it is um, that, that he is he's given that contract. I mean, give, uh, given a buyout. I mean, anything is possible. Um, they could work that, that $1 million for next season into the buyout. I'm just not sure how likely that is. Um, now, if he were to come on this on this team, I mean – he would definitely fit a great bench role for us. And I think bring some of the things that we need. Um, and you know, he's familiar with the system, familiar with the players. Um, he would instantly fit in. I just think if that is the move that's going to happen, it's more likely to happen in this off season than it is this buyout season. That's just my personal opinion, but I guess we'll see the way it goes. But that one was from Shay. All right, let's get into this last voicemail. This one's from Jamal. What's up, Hey, It's your boy Jamal back again. Another voicemail for you. Two times in one week. Look at me. Uh, just want to talk about good three-game winning streak the Bulls are on right now. Zach Levine has been playing incredible, especially these last two games. Uh, Patrick Green's played really well in the first two games of the three-game winning streak. Um, I think we're starting to see more that when this team plays together and actually goes out there and plays with the idea that, you know, there are more weapons on this team than just DeMar and Zach. Um the ball moves a lot more, and we play a lot better. I've noticed that they've been dumping it in more to Boots uh, to get him off, uh, boss, to get him some touches and things like that. They've been going to Patrick Green's, but the thing I'm happy about Patrick Green's is that he's been making himself more available. I've been seeing him not cut hard, but move without the ball a lot better um, and just staying ready. Even in the game tonight where he didn't really shoot well against the uh, Utah Jazz and then would he play up to – what I was hoping he would play him to, he still continued to shoot the ball and had the confidence to make two key three-point shots down the stretch. It was nice to see Zach LeKing and DeMar DeGoatson show up together for once and everything, 35 and 36 respectively, um, and things like that. Vooch, of course, then came in with a nice solid double-double, so no complaints there. So hopefully we can continue on doing the things we need to do and, uh, and turn the season around, but we shall see. As always, the C-Way, go Bulls. Peace. Jamal, always great, always insightful, always on point. The Bulls three-game winning streak, it feels legit, right? It feels like 
it, and them going eight uh, and three over their last 11. It feels like legit and something in their style of play that's sustainable. Now, the one thing with the Bulls that I've been saying that kind of makes it difficult to predict them at times is just if they're going to keep that up. When they face some adversity, when they lose two games in a row, they're going to default back to, to, to playing for themselves and not each other. So far right now, especially after the two losses to the Cleveland Cavaliers, they came back and played together as a team even better. So, you know, all signs point to this being sustainable and being real for the Chicago Bulls. And because of that, it, it, it listen, this is the, the most legitimate time that it feels like they are really going to turn their season around. Two games under 500. So we'll see if we can get to there. They're 11-9 and nine on home. At home, I want to see that home record improve over the next stretch and them just play with better energy at home in front of those Chicago fans because that city deserves it. Um, and that's that's it. I mean, when it really boils down to the three-game winning streak is legit, and I love the way they've gotten the wins over this time. All right, so now on the second part of it, P. Will moving without the ball, opening his offense up, being more aggressive. This is what we want to see from P. Will, and he's flashing some of that promise and potential that people have shown that he's going to be a big part of the Chicago Bulls team for years and years to come. And I know some Bulls fans are ready to move on from Patrick Williams. Some think that they don't have it, but he's been responding and playing pretty well. Defense locking in, hitting big shots for us. Again, last night's game wasn't the best from him, but you're, every every player is going to have it. It's not going to be consistent. He's 21 years old. And for the same Bulls fan that see Laurie marketing and say, hey, why did we give up on that guy? I need you guys to hold that same energy when it comes to Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams is barely scratching the surface of his potential. And something that I've been saying to you guys and I think people don't realize is he's not one of these players who's been playing basketball his whole life. He came to basketball late. And then when, when you add in, he was a point guard in high school. He hit a growth spur, and then he came in as a three in the NBA and then moved to four. It's been a lot of change over a short amount of time for Patrick Williams from high school till now in the NBA. And so because of that, sometimes we got to temper those expectations and just realize every player develops at different levels. The biggest thing that we need to see with Patrick Williams is the confidence grow, the aggression grow, and picking the spots a little bit better understanding when to attack and go after players, going after rebounds to get putbacks, moving without the ball, as you said, and cutting to the basket. He does those things. It's gonna The game's just simple for him in those case, and he's one of our best three-point shooters, if not the most consistent three-point shooter per percentage on the team. He just needs to take more. So when it comes to Patrick Williams, I understand why some Bulls fans were down on him, but I think he's going to be a hell of a player, and he's starting to flash that potential in major ways for the Chicago Bulls and in key times in wins as well. So Patrick Williams, the sky's the limit for him. It's not time to give up on him. And I've been saying that for the longest, even though some Bulls fans didn't want to hear it. All right, let's get into the last one for today. This is no longer a voicemail. This is an email from Beans the Comedian. He leaves this. What's good, bro? This Beans the Comedian. A couple of things. One, Zach, Zach's been playing much better since he got cussed out by the team. Two, even though his numbers don't really show it, I've been impressed with Kobe White. I can tell that he was working on his game all summer. And three, do you think Billy Donovan will eventually start drumming over Vooch? Number three, I'm going to start with that. There's no way in hell Drummond starts over Vooch. Vooch is a better player. And even though Drummond is a better def defender at times, he can't even get consistent minutes because sometimes he makes boneheaded plays and gets out the rotation. And I said that at the start of the season. There are a lot of Bulls fans because they are just trying to just figure out a player to bring something different than what Vooch does that thought that um, Andre Drummond was going to start. He's not going to start over Nikola Vucevic. There's not going to happen. Now, as far as the other points that you make, yes, Zach has been playing much better uh, sometimes confrontation is needed and just to have an open conversation as a family. And that's what the Chicago Bulls did. And Zach is responding to that. His confidence is riding high. You can tell it. He's cutting to the basket better, getting the contact, not shying away from it. You can tell all those things. And Kobe White, I can't say stress enough how impressed I am with Kobe White's improvement over this offseason. His first full offseason in his NBA career, and he added a lot to his game. The defense, the passing, 
the moving without the ball, the hitting big shots, even though his shot doesn't always fall at the percentage, we may want it to. Kobe is putting together a damn good season for the Chicago Bulls, and I'm glad that so many Bulls fans are acknowledging it and seeing how good Kobe White, did I say Patrick Williams, how good Kobe White has been for the Chicago Bulls this season. And the sky's really the limit for him. Still young. Everything I said about Patrick Williams applies to Kobe White as well. Still an extremely young player that still has yet to really uncover his game and get into rhythm. And there's so much untapped potential left in Kobe White. And we'll see if that potential ends up being uh, developed here in the Chicago Bulls uniform this offseason when we find out what Kobe's future is. But that's it for me for today on this episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See Red, y'all. And peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.